When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome in to the Sunday Presser Pod. This is where we look back on game day through the eyes of the coaches and the players and their press conferences with the local and national media. We'll go a little, let's see, offense, defense, offense, defense, and then we'll wrap it up with the birthday girl, Jessica Cooties, one-on-one with Deshaun White, plus... Every single Sunday Presser pod wraps up with all the big highlights from Toby Rowland on the Sooner Radio Network. What a day it was in Norman. Uh, Obviously, a little bit of a different feel. Homecoming, an 11 a.m. start. But the Sooners, uh, after maybe what you might call some early struggles and just pulling away from West Virginia, put together one of the more impressive third quarters we've seen all season in dominating the Mountaineers by a final score of 52 to 14, a second half shutout as the Sooners outgained West Virginia by 318 yards and averaged 9.5 yards per play. Afterwards, Lincoln Riley, the Sooner head coach, met with the media to recap the win. Okay, uh, uh, certainly, you know, very proud of this win. Um, you know, we heard all week about and, and really talked to our guys about. Our mentality going in this game, not just not just here Saturday, but just our preparation throughout the week. I thought our guys handled the week well. Um, you know, we continue to take strides. We continue to get better, um, and we've just we've got to keep that rolling. I mean, that's that's our that's our goal right now is to maintain 
the improvement. And there's still a lot of improvement that needs to happen, but we're we're getting better. I thought we had a good mentality going into the game, and then I thought some key stretches there. Uh, there's some key stretches there in the game. None more important than after they scored. You know, we 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 dropped the ball on third down, give them good field position. They go down there and score uh, right before half, get some momentum, and then we really came back and answered. You know, in the third quarter with all three phases of the ball, and obviously. Did a, did a really nice job defensively the majority of the day. Certainly in that third quarter really took control. Um, had a couple big drives there offensively. And then certainly the, the pump block by Willis and recovery by, by Austin Stogner was, was uh, you know, kind of the thing that capped it off. So great to see all three sides rising. Um, you know, so it's, it's a fun team to coach right now. We, we, and if we'll stay that way, if we'll keep getting better, um, continue to look past you know, some of the positive things that we're doing and keep finding the ways that we can improve, then, you know, then we got a chance. So we'll, we're going to keep down that road. Looking forward to uh, prepping again and then getting back on the road uh, up at K-State. Nikki, could you talk about Jalen's uh, five touchdowns today and just what you really thought of his game today? Because statistically, it looks amazing. He looks good again. Uh, he, he played he played pretty good. Uh, I thought was – Saw things pretty well the majority of the day. Had a good understanding of how we wanted to attack them. Um, you know, made some really nice plays, decisions, and scramble situations. And then he had just, you know, he had a couple of, you know, jaw-dropping type throws. You know, certainly the one to Morris there, you know, was was uh, was pretty awesome. There was a couple others that were pretty good. But yeah, I thought he was in control the majority of the day. Had a good week, and and it carried over. You said this week that you, you wanted to reveal maybe who your team was after that Texas game this week would reveal that and did you do you think it did I think I mean I think it I think we're serious about being a good football team uh, I, I think we you know we're we handled this week like a team that that has you know that has some you know good goals in mind and understanding that it is a process and it's not about one game here or there and it's just a constant climb for us and you know, and then we, we're a pretty unselfish team right now. Um, a lot of guys rooting for each other, a lot of different guys playing. Um, some weeks this guy has a big game, some weeks that guy does, some week this guy plays more snaps, some guy that does. I mean, it just, you know, we've, we've, been, we've been fortunate, you know, we've, we've been able to stay fairly healthy and, uh, and we've been able to play a bunch of guys. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like our makeup now, but we're only as good as, as that continues. And, and so that's just, that has to continue for us, and the, the standards got to keep going up and up. Has Kennedy Brooks distinguished himself separate from, those, from the other running backs? It's just he's, he is just producing every time he touches. Yeah, we're, we're honestly having a, probably the most discussions in the offensive staff room right now is just, you know, wanting to use all those guys that we have. And, you know, again, we've had, you know, our, our snap numbers. I mean, again, we have 59 snaps today. I mean, our snap numbers have been low. Uh, most teams have tried to slow down their offenses against us to, you know, to try to, to try to shorten the game. That's kind of been the, the uh, flavor of the month here that we've seen as of late. And we've still been making a few big plays. And so, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I, I, we really feel like we've got four really good backs in there, and I, I know we're going to need them all. We just we've been through this before and know what's coming. And so um, Kennedy did a good job here today. He ended up getting the bulk of the carries, but I, I really feel like we've got at any point any of those guys can go off and, and go be our lead guy in a game. And so uh, we feel pretty good about that room. How much of that snap count is you slowing things down to maybe help out the defense as well? 
Uh, well. There, there's, you know, within each game, there's, there's different, there's different opportunities for that. I mean, it's something that, it's something that crosses my mind. Um, and but there, there's times when you, when you need to go fast too, and you need to, and there's, and there's opportunities there. And, and I just have always believed you have to be able to do both. And uh, so, snap numbers are what they are. You know, we're still getting plenty of opportunities, and and uh, you know, defense is doing a great job, especially. You know, getting off the field. You know, once again today, five of eighteen on, on third downs. I see. I think it seems like some of your best teams in the past have been teams that if another team's gone out and scored, they kind of come back with a vengeance and scored on their own. You start to feel that a little bit about this team, like especially after West Virginia has a fake punt, they go for it on fourth down to, to get that first score. They, I think it was three plays. Your offense came right back and scored. Yeah. No. I mean, I I do feel like we're starting to develop a sense of that offensively. Um, that that you've got to go answer. I, I think we're starting to develop it on all sides of the ball. I mean, I've seen there's been like some of those key drives defensively throughout the year where maybe they got one before, maybe the offense didn't score or whatever it is, and we need to go make a big stop. And and uh, so I think this team you know, senses that a little bit right now. We've been able to raise our game up in those key moments. You pointed out Jalen's throw to Lee Morris. What specifically impressed you about that throw? I mean, it was into a gusty wind, you know, and – We've covered pretty decent. I mean, it was it was just a it's a it was a throw. It's a little bit of a strange angle. Um, it wasn't like just a go ball down the field. The guy, it's a, you got to read the angle, the receiver, and anticipate where he's going to be. You know, and then it you know is one that you know occasionally you get a guy wide open. That's great. And there's a large margin for error. There wasn't much margin for error on that one. It was just a it was a it was a it was a big boy throw. What about his two touchdown runs, especially that first one where it looks like he's going to be brought down in the backfield and all of a sudden he stops and starts and makes that guy miss and sort of dances? Yeah, that's, you know, he's got some of that athletic ability. You know, he's a tough guy to tackle because there's some the quickness and athleticism and also the, the strength. And, you know, anytime guys come up to tackle him, you, the best runners always have some of both. And uh, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a pitcher. Yeah, it's great to have a really good fastball, but if you've got – a nice curve and a nice slider, things to you know to complement it. Then you don't know what pitch is coming, and and that's I've always felt great runners are are kind of the same way. I mean, as a tackler, especially in those one on one situations, you got to make a decision on what you think that guy's going to do. I mean, that game happens so fast. You and and if a guy's got a couple different ways he can beat you, they're tougher to tackle. And he's you know he's got a few ways he can beat people and. You know, when you get him out in space and get in one-on-one situations, we like our chances. Is that one of the ones that you're like, I know somebody up in the press box, I like it, players unfold and said, throw it away. Or is that where you're thinking as that play develops? Or well, he kind of, yeah, no, I do. I mean, and he's got some of the strength to get out of that. And even if he knows he's going to get tackled, throw it away late. So we busted a route on it. I, it's, you know, and he did a good job handling it. But I, I felt like he was in control of the play the whole time. When it comes to how he's seeing the field and when he makes the decision to take off, I guess how pleased are you and, and where can he get better in that regard? Uh, I think he's done a pretty good job of that all year. You know, he, he had a couple of, you know, bad decisions in scramble uh, uh, situations last week. Not necessarily if to scramble or not, but just once he made that decision to do it. But he's been he's been decisive, and that's that's the key for me. He can, you know – you can go back with a clicker on all these and say, well, you should have stayed in here. You should have left here. I mean, that's – you're out there and dudes are coming and trying to knock your head off and, and you're trying to see the whole field. I mean, it's 
they got to make decisions and go. And if I see a pattern of a bunch of bad decisions on it, then I'll say something. But I haven't. I think he's he's made great decisions on when to leave, and that he was much better today, like he has been for the majority of the year. On once he did leave, making good, sound, smart decisions. What was it like to game plan against a quarterback you know so well? And what was it like after the game getting to spend some time with Austin? Um. Yeah. No. It was. It was. It was different. I mean. You know, kind of bittersweet in a way. Um, you know, fun to see him, you know, getting his opportunity. And you could see with several of those throws out there today while we while we recruited him, he threw some beautiful balls. So, um, nah, he's a, he's a neat kid, great family. I'm excited that he's getting his opportunity, and I'll certainly be rooting for him the rest of the way. West Virginia had a three and out in the first quarter, and the first two plays were like identical plays, and Trey Brown seemed to break it up. Very good throws. Yeah. And the third play, maybe it wasn't such a great throw, but uh, Parnell was right there. And in those moments or any other specific moments, do you ever catch yourself going, we've come a long way pretty quickly? Well, I mean, I like, I like how we're covering. Uh, you know, you just there's, we're not turning many people loose. You know, we've done a good job communication. Um, you know, if there's any negative to it, we've been too, a little too handsy at times, gotten flagged a few times. But that's we're going to have some of those, and that's and, and, and we understand that. And that doesn't mean we're not going to coach them on fundamentals and technique and try to get better. But our we do not want to give receivers a lot of airspace. I mean, that's just that's just the way we play, and it's exciting to see. It makes you know. Most of the balls that are completed against us right now are at least competitive. They're challenged. They've got to be a good route and a good throw, and that's that's what you want. If people are going to gain something, make them earn it, and then be in position to make the play yourself. And we're we're doing that more and more, um, and we we've done that we've done that at a pretty decent level here for the certainly the first part of the season. Oh, your reaction when the Sooner Schooner flipped over. Yeah, I was yeah, nervous, I mean, scared for the people in it, and then just relieved when I saw everybody get up and okay, and then, then our crowd proceeded to go wild, which was kind of cool too. So, yeah, but glad everybody's okay. In your special teams play that you made yeah. today, I saw the reaction of you guys. Yeah. Very few things. I mean, special teams always seems to give a team a boost. Oh, yeah. Like, well, it's the one thing that the offensive and defensive players do together. You know, it's the one where they're all on, on the same unit and uh, – you know, a lot of work goes into it. We place a huge emphasis on it here, and fun to see those guys, especially a couple of young guys, make that play. And you know, I block. There's so many people. I mean, so many guys got to do their job right, and then and then Braden there to make the play, and Austin Stogner there to finish the play. And so um, we've been close on a few this year, so it's fun to see us get one. Lincoln, when when something like that happens and the scooter falls over, it looked like there were some divots in the field. Were you yeah. worried about the playing field at all? A, a little. I checked with our guys. They felt like it was in pretty good shape. But yeah, after. Once I saw that everybody's okay, I kind of you could tell there was uh, it was torn up a little bit down there. So yeah, you just want to make sure the surface is good for uh, you know certainly for both teams. One more. You talk about the the defensive backs obviously and just how much you like what they and how far they've come. What time? At what point could you see their confidence just start going up? I mean, they they look like they're way more assertive, way more confident, almost each and every play. Yeah, I mean, I think they've just. You know they've they've bought in with our mentality. They've bought in with how we how we coach those guys with the scheme. I mean it's a it's a combination of all those things. And uh, I think you've seen a group that's bought in. We've been able to you know to create competition at a lot of those spots. We've had some young guys really step up that have been key in creating that competition. Then we've had some older guys at, at DB or guys that have played some snaps here in the past that have 
really risen their game up. And so, you know, you've got a good situation, uh, good coaching, and, and uh, you know, we're just, you know, they're, they're playing well and they, can, and they can still get better. And as long as we keep that competition, that drive, that room's going to continue to do nothing but improve. All three phases on Saturday. Uh, Jalen Hurts was humming. We'll give you his numbers coming up here in just a bit. Uh, Kenneth Murray was fantastic with nine tackles, uh, tackle and a half for loss. We'll hear from him. Uh, and then, of course, the special teams play, the blocked punt. Sooners excelled in all three phases. And for that, Alex Grinch was happy, but also Coach Grinch was happy with the second half shutout. Any good day for you? No, I, 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 a lot, a lot of good, and and uh, you know, kind of highlighted by by second half. Uh, you know, there, there was a couple opportunities and, and maybe some missed opportunities on their part as, as they would they would look at it, and uh, um, one in particular on, on a fourth down where we got to make sure we're cleaner than that. But in any event, uh, uh, you know, came out with. Uh, uh, zero and, and and what happens is you have re, you know re revisionist history and that you know well we just knew at halftime they weren't going to score again, and, but but that's 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 obviously inaccurate and so you got to give credit to our guys to to you know find a way to make stops in the in the second half that's a positive three straight games without a takeaway which is which is alarming, um, and so something that we just got to we got to come up with a uh, a better plan as a defense I've been haven't been here before to be honest with you haven't been here before three straight games without takeaway as much as we emphasize it. Um, the ball's in the air more than we act like it is uh, from, from a secondary standpoint. We, we got to make sure that uh, we want that ball being thrown our way. And so that's something we got to analyze as coaching staff. But uh, uh, no, a, a lot of good, a lot of good. And give the guys credit for, uh, you know, again, uh, no points in the fourth. Some guys got in the fourth. That's been an issue for us. And so um, in any event, uh, uh, come out with a win and uh, some, some, some quality film to, to go and, and analyze and improve from. Seemed like their, their approach was to get you guys in space, make you tackle in space. Is that correct? And how did you feel your guys did there? I, I thought uh, you know, one play stands out. Obviously, you know, missed tackle, and, and uh, a couple guys uh, banged into each other, and so it, it turned from a you know five six yard gain or what could be a five or six yard gain, um, and and into a touchdown, which was a disappointing play. And, and those plays unfortunately happen at times. Um, but I, I thought early on, um, you know the. Uh, some some unsettling uh, formations and plays, things that you, you you don't get a chance to prepare for on the week. Um, that that uh, I, I thought you know took a couple, you know, um, maybe I call them adjustments, but but a lot of times just amounts to you know go go run it down, make a play, and, and survive that down and move on to the next one. You know, are they going to have enough offense out of those particular sets, or you know what what's what's their their complement to it? You know, if it's not something they've shown on film, they've only had three or four days to work on it. So. Um, but what we've seen that over the last, uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say every week, but there's been several weeks where early on you kind of get a, a dose of what, what the, you know, their week of prep kind of looked like um, and kind of testing us in terms of whether it's a, a discipline thing or, or to your, your point, you know, how, how, we're, how are we going to tackle today in space? Are they, you know, maybe catch us napping in terms of a slow start, something along those lines. So um, I know, I, you know, specifically that, that's, that's spread offenses. And Coach Brown does a phenomenal job. I have a lot of respect for him as an offensive coordinator. He, he, we knew we'd be tested. We just didn't, you don't always know how. And so uh, uh, no credit goes to him uh, uh, specifically early. When you're up 14 nothing, and you can tell that West Virginia's going to kind of go for broke. They come out and they, they go for the fake punt. They go for another fourth down and convert. Did you kind of like seeing how your defense responded to that, knowing that, you know, these guys are going to 
basically do anything to sure. try to keep this game in, in reach. Well, and, and you know, in, in the moment, you don't want to go through it, you know, obviously. But, but you know, uh, once you, you find yourself on the, on the positive side of the scoreboard, when, when all is said and done, you, the, there are those moments, as you mentioned, that you look back on and say, you know, is there a fourth down stop along the way? You know, how do we learn from, from uh, you know, not getting off the field in, in a situation in the red zone? You got a chance to make a play, and, and, and you know, right before the half, and so there's the the other side of it uh, uh, as well. But uh, you know, obviously, when, when our offense is as explosive as it is, when it's moving the ball the way it uh, uh, it has, and, and and obviously did today, uh, and as quickly as, as those scoring drives were happening, uh, you know, you 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 really. Um, you know, start a little bit of a, a guessing game in terms of okay, how, what will their approach be? What will, like as you mentioned, will they go for broke? Will they will they you know start throwing uh, you know uh, uh, the ball downfield, hoping for explosives, or try to create explosive with with trick plays, a fake reverse you know pass, and some of those things? You know, or, or are they going to try to manage the clock? And so, in any event, um, that that that's something that uh, be, believe me, it's a good problem to have. From a defensive coaching standpoint, give it to me every single week. But but it's something that uh, I got to continue to be better at and, and kind of diagnose that, get our guys to get their feet underneath them, get ready to go make a play. As far as, far as the the turnovers go, you, you, what, how do you balance with like a Trey Brown when he has multiple pass deflections to stop like a drive and really the passes in comparison to the turnovers? I mean, how do you how do you balance? You know, I guess sure. complimenting them, and but also saying, "Hey, you could have picked that ball off too." Well, and 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 and, and that's it. Is is you know, you know, what you like to say is worst case scenario, you got a hand on the football. Not worst case scenario, they catch a ball on you. But but worst case scenario, you get a hand on the football. But what you got to analyze is is. Um, and, and we got to again. We got to do a better job as, as coaches of saying, okay, that when the ball is snapped, based on the, 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 you know our technique and fundamentals, do, do we have the mindset the ball is coming our way, or is it that last ditch effort to say, uh, you know, there's you know, all of a sudden his hands go up, and I got to make a play. Not to suggest those plays don't happen, but what we're not seeing is the lean and locate, go, go high point of football, Grady through. And I'm I'm t I'm tired of the track meet. You know, um, I'm tired of running 40s next to this guy. Now, now it's the time to execute my technique and fundamental and go go high point of football, and be excited when that happens. You know, and so that that's one of those things that I just I'm not seeing enough of that from from uh, safeties and, and and corners. There's there's I, I, I in my heart of hearts I believe there's more opportunities. That does not uh, to me discount uh, getting the PBU or discount an incomplete pass. You know, but but uh, if uh, of when it's a goose egg, when it's zero, there's there's something up, and we got to do a better job. Uh, this being your first year here, were you pleased that the guys seemed to avoid a post, quote unquote, post Texas hangover, or was there some of that still lingering? No, I I, I, I give the guys credit. I mean, and and to suggest, uh, uh, you know, we 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 you know. <laughs> Didn't didn't emphasize it this week would be we you know, completely inaccurate. I mean that that was a major, uh, um, you know, from from coaches and players, but but uh, a major emphasis in terms of uh, you know trying to play our A game. You know, play, playing why because it, it's us on film. Why you know not not tying into uh, you know a specific opponent. Um, and, and, and so often, whether it's on the front end or back end of big games, it, it's, it's the nature of the beast. And so to, to you know, just hope and, and you know, that the guys were handled the right way is not, not, not the approach that we took. But, uh, again, credit goes to the guys that uh, I think in a lot of ways that uh, uh, we did handle the right way. So they had 51 yards rushing. What, what did you think of your play of your front seven and pass rush today? I mean, 
Well, I, I thought it was good, and, and, and you know, the frustrating part for a front is when the ball comes out so quickly, and we've had that at times this year. And so, um, you know, what's the message is, is, you know, keep staying after it, keep staying after it. You know, the, the one time he does hold on the football, what a great opportunity for us. It's also a message to the back end. To, uh, we got to make sure they're extended plays to give the, 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 you know, the compliment between the front and, and the front of the back. But I, I thought uh, uh, played physical up front. I mean, I think you saw that. Um, and, and um, you know, a couple plays that uh, um, you know got loose a little bit, but uh, we, we didn't see that 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 explosive that we've been guilty of, especially late in games, second halves. Then uh, and, and uh, uh, so that, that that was a positive that way that, that we finished the right way, uh, specifically in the run game. Subject of being tired of watching guys run 40s with other guys, not to pick it off. Have have they had to come quite a long way just for that to be your complaint? Because I don't even know if they were asked to cover guys that tightly prior to this season. Well, I, I, and and some of that 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 probably is is real from the standpoint of being in those situations, maybe more. And, and again, I, I don't I don't have the numbers to. Uh, you know, back that up. But but you know, when you're playing aggressive style, when you're you're playing some press situations, uh, and probably more so than not, you're you're going to buy some of those throws. And we you know, and our, and our whole message to them is to suggest that they're never going to complete one. We're the one that puts you in press man. You know, so so if, if to put you in a situation that we know an outcome could put, could possibly happen. You know that's not on you. That's on us. Now, now what we got to do is obviously give them the techniques and fundamentals that they feel confident they can make those plays. But there, there may be some reality to that, uh, that, not, that not being in that scenario as much as you, you think maybe uh, uh, maybe they have just based from an experience level uh, standpoint. Obviously, that we're, we're in a lot in practice. They're going against our offense, and obviously, uh, as we prepare them uh, uh, with scout teams and all those things. So, um, you know, something we got to continue to emphasize, and something that uh, we got to see more results. I'm sorry, you were up five touchdowns at the time. So it wasn't like a pivotal play, but Marcus Stripling ran 25 yards to hit Kendall in the back, knocked the football loose. Is that the message you preach every day in practice, that the extra effort play might win you a game? Well, well, it is. It is. And so, you know, it's, it's frustrating to get with a lack of takeaway or it's frustrating to get with a specific drive, whether it's this week uh, or, or, or uh, uh, the preceding weeks, is, is you know, the effort has been where, where, what we expect to be seven weeks into this thing. And so that, that's something that the message on Sunday, my tone, uh, our, our coaching staff's tone, uh, would be completely different if we thought, okay, well, they, they, an outcome happened on a particular drive, for instance, a scoring drive or a scoring play because the Oklahoma defense uh, decided that, that, that we weren't, weren't going to play with uh, a level of an effort that, that is expected here. And so, um, no, I, I think there, there's several plays along the lines that you would highlight, uh, good plays and bad plays, but, but that one in particular that, that's saying that uh, playing, you know, strain of the football, playing with that, you know, the extra effort is a critical piece to everything we're trying to preach here. What does it say? Your defense only allows 3.8 yards per play, 5 of 18 on third down. Kind of coming in here not satisfied. What, what does it say about where this defense is at? Well, no, I, I and and you know, uh, your word not mine in terms of satisfied. I mean, there's always that bounce. Hard to win. Right? You know, I, I don't know who's lost already today, um, but probably someone that wasn't supposed to. You know, and so um, it, winning's hard. Uh, well, and 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 there you go. You know, and so um, thrilled by the outcome. Thrilled by the outcome. Thrilled by a lot of the things that uh, uh, that we're doing. Um, I, I think when you 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 practice so hard. On Monday through Friday, um, and, and uh, you have such high expectations, and, and you 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 
uh, create them one as a coach, and, and then it's the trickle-down effect to the players, which ultimately is the most important part, um, that you want them to reap, reap the benefits of all that hard work. You know, I want them to have the feel. I want them coming in here talking about the, the, the shutout we just had, which, which, which uh, you know, uh, hasn't happened yet. And so there's, there's always more stuff out there for us, I guess would be the reality of it. But that, but, uh, b- believe me, my, my tone does not suggest anything but absolute thrill to, uh, you know, find a way to get another win here. This week, a concern just because you're coming off a Texas game where everybody was talking about how well your defense played and nationally it kind of became a storyline? Well, it's something that's on your radar. It's something on your radar. And one of the messages to the guys is what do you want them to write? You know, uh, if, if you want the headlines, you know, we, we can go down the road of saying ignore the noise and, and, and ignore the headlines. Don't, don't, well, guess what? They're on Twitter every, every, every other second of the day. So they're not going to ignore it. They're going to see it. Um, and so a little bit of the message there was, you know, you, you write the headline. You know, if you want the headline to be good, write it. And there's only one way to do it, and that, that's uh, perform in a certain way. And so Monday through Friday obviously gives you a chance to do that on a Saturday. Um, and so that was a little bit of the message. What, what, what are you surprised about? You know, we worked last week to, to get an outcome. We got it. Well, of course that's going to be the headline. Um, and, and, again, you, you don't put the work in. You don't prepare. You don't play the right way. It's going to go the other way. And that, that's, that's, that's the way this thing goes. Let's shift it back to the offensive side of the football. What a day for Jalen Hurts. 16 of 17 passing, 316 yards and three scores. He also rushed 10 times for 75 yards and became the third OU quarterback and first against a conference opponent to complete at least 90% of his passes, throw for over 300 yards, and throw for at least three touchdowns. After a workout. Jalen Hurts met with him. Um, I, th- I think we're going to keep the main thing the main thing. I said all the time and just try and continue to try and take positive steps in the right direction um, and just have the right identity, right intent when we do the things we do. You had to get creative a couple of times with your throws. Lincoln even said a couple of the throws, like the one to Lee was not an easy throw. Did you feel like you had to get a couple of creative today with a couple of your throws? I don't think about the complexity of certain things. I just go out there and try and execute what's called, whether I'm, I guess, to y'all guys, whether it looks hard or easy. Um, Just trying to go out there and execute. Lincoln was talking more about the swirling wind, that it was a significant factor, I think, in the kick game and with your throws. Is that, does it just come natural or do you, do you think much about the wind? Well, I can't say, I, I mean, my fingers been hurting. My hands have hurting me all week, so I, I threw the ball be- better, um, best I have all week. So um, I'm just happy that receivers made plays. Um, o line gave us time, um, and, and we did a, a decent job executing today. Did that happen on your hand? I know in the Texas game, but remember what stage of the game or who hit you or whatever. First quarter. Jalen Lincoln pointed out. You talked about the win. Uh, the throw to Lee, the touchdown throw to Lee was into the wind. What do you remember about that throw specifically? And then on throws where you're going in to a breeze like that, what's difficult about it, especially with the hand hurting? Yeah, um, I mean, I probably couldn't tell my hand wasn't hurting if I, if, unless I'd have told y'all. Um, but just, just, just trying to go out there and execute. That's as simple as that. How hard was it? I mean, obviously it wasn't hard, but. Did you take further steps, I mean, more than normal uh, this past week of making sure everybody stayed even killed emotionally after the Texas win? I think all of that is always a challenge. Um, us challenging ourselves to play to our standard, and I say it all the time, play our brand of football. 
I think that's what it's about. I think if we can focus on the things that we can control, um, the only way is up. We just got to try and take positive, positive steps, learn from our mistakes, and move forward with the right intent. You're halfway, beyond halfway part of the season. Do you feel like you have a better idea of what this team is capable of, maybe what the ceiling is for this for this team or this offense maybe? We don't know what the ceiling is. No one knows. Um, how we get to to our peak um, is going out there every day and practicing hard. I say it again, having the right intent, um, the approach to what we do, being eager, um, essentially starving for an opportunity to play. Um, we just got to have that 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 factor about us. You know, we, we have to have that in us. We have to be hungry for every opportunity we have and, and go out there and take advantage of those opportunities. Ten receivers caught the ball today. The offense has to be working pretty good, doesn't it, when you get that many receivers involved? It's just, it's just all about executing. Um, I mean, Coach Carl Coach plays to, to, to distribute it today, um, and, and that's the way it folded. I'm glad everybody got a piece. After the game, um, TJ Simmons was sort of hanging around while you were doing a TV interview. How close were the two of you at Alabama, and did you kind of want to make it a point to greet him after the game? Yes, man, that's a, that's a brother for life. Um, you know, it's 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 funny because we, en we enrolled early at the University of Alabama, um, so we had a unique relationship then. Um, Obviously, he ended up transferring to West Virginia, and I'm, I'm just happy to see him having the success he's having, being able to make the plays he's making. So I'm happy for him. Jalen, how much better is this offense and its execution since you stood up here after week one? Just, just it's, it's all about taking progressive steps, progress. Can we make steady progress? Kind of keep chipping at the bud, keep climbing this mountain, because as we get higher in this mountain, it gets a little colder, more treacherous, it gets tougher. So we got to respond to those things the right way, but we have to continue to challenge ourselves and challenge each other within this program. You talk about having that fire, that it. You've been a leader on several teams. Can you tell that this team has it compared to other teams that you've been on? Um, I think, I think it's. I say it again. Um, the steady progress. Where where is that? Where is our intent every week? Every time we touch the field, are we are, are we satisfied? Are we hungry? Are we starving? You know. Did you see the scoop tip over today? I did. Very unfortunate. Was it? What was it like trying to keep your focus through that? Well, I was just. Um, I'm. I just hope that everyone's okay. I didn't see it all, but I. That wasn't a pretty thing to see. I wish. I hope everybody's okay. On the touchdown to Lee, Marquise Hayes had a huge block that behind you that saved you from getting a sack, and you celebrated with him afterwards. How's, how's that relationship with those guys on the offensive line? I know you, now you've been here for about seven, eight months. Yeah, I think um, it, it's, it, it goes by fast. Definitely appreciate all the relationships I have with my teammates. I know, you know some of the running backs and I and, and, and the O-line, we go out to eat almost every week, so that's something – um, we kind of cherish, I guess. So uh, we, we we just got to continue to build. Specific place you guys go eat, or depends on what they want to eat. Um, I'm not picky. You pay? That was a heck of a play. Comes back that freed you up to throw the ball. I got That's a response to that, but I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> Your offensive 
mind coming back to help you there. That happens quite a bit, probably. I would guess. On which one? On that play that he's talking about. You know, with, you know, he allowed you to get the pass right. off on the play. Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, just trying to keep your eyes downfield and trusting that they they will protect, you know, protect me, um, and I have that trust in them. So, look, it's a, it's just about steady progress. Can we continue to build? Can we take positive steps? Can we improve? You talk about the progress, continue to improve. But when you hear all the, everybody else that came in here saying the exact same thing that you're saying, um, they're not going to be satisfied until after middle of January. And after they're always in the trophy and stuff like that, is that something that you feel? Who said that? that? Uh, Kenneth and Buki and Neville, like all that stuff. I mean, does that feel like something that you feel is you've rubbed off on as far as setting the standard when you showed up, uh, I guess, back in the January? I'll let them answer that question. All the opposing quarterbacks, but considering Austin Kendall's history here, did you share any words with him after the game? I just wished them the best and um, just told him to keep working, um, just like everybody on that field today, um, whether it's us or the opposition. I mean, I'm sure they're um, hungry for an opportunity to, to to get better, just like we are. So, just about you know each player trying to be the best player they can be. Did you uh, get your finger nicked today, Annie? Did it get re-injured at all, and do you expect it to be good? And we mentioned K-9. Kenneth Murray led the OU defense with nine tackles. We mentioned the Butkus Award candidate had one-and-a-half tackles for loss. You know, Delarian Turner, yell continues, continues to evolve and grow as a defensive back. He had seven tackles as OU's overall defense limited the Mountaineers to 3.8 yards per play. Here's K-9. Um, your defense play today, not specifically you, but just the defense. Uh, I mean, I feel like we came out here, you know, pretty ready to play, but um, I think um, it's, it's a lot more that we can do. Um, it's a lot better that we can play. Um, so I feel like in some spurts we were good. Um, obviously, you know, made some mistakes, but, um, you know, happy to get a win, but it's, it's more out there for us. And so um, we got to push this week to, to, to take it to another level. And all the press and all the praise you guys got after the Texas game, Coach Grinch just talked about you guys writing your own headlines. If you want to read good headlines, then make your own headlines. Right. What, tell us about that message, and I don't think I've ever heard that before. I mean, it's completely true. I mean, if we go out there and we play great ball, then the, the, the story is we play great ball. We go out there and we, we lay it lay an egg and don't play great ball, then the story is out there that we don't play great ball. So, uh, I mean, the choice is ours. Um, you know, it's up to us in that room to go out there and, and, and play up to our standard. And if we play up, up to our standard, then the story will be what we want it to be. You stoned their running game today. They only had 51 yards. How did you feel like the front seven kind of controlled things out there? Uh, I, felt, I felt pretty good. Um, you know, kind of really knew, uh, you know, what they were going to run. Um, Coming into this, you know, through our preparation throughout the weekend, um, you know, they came here and they tried to they tried to stick to it, and so um, kind of played into our hands. And so I'm proud, you know, way we executed. Um, but um, you know, it, it's more out there for us, and and continuing to push. And you know, me me myself and I, I got to continue to get better and continue to climb. So um, that's what I'm really focused on is just taking it to another level. You've done this three times now. Is it is it difficult for a player to put that Texas game behind you? refocus on the next opponent or is it not not so difficult I mean considering what we've been through um, it's not difficult at all um, you know we can't win a national championship beating Texas so um, you know until we win a national championship we're not going to be satisfied and 
and like I said, considering what we've been through in previous years and and you know all the talk that's been been said around here, you know if we if we not hungry after one 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 game, then you know we got some problems. So um, we're going to continue to be hungry, continue to get better, and you know everybody on this defense as a, as a whole has to continue to get better. After uh, you sacked Austin Kendall on one play, you you helped him up. I mean, was that just sort of a strange dynamic? You know, going against your former teammate there. No, I mean it, it was fun. Um, you know, Austin's a guy I got a lot of respect for. Um, a guy that you know, when he was on this team, you know, me and him were, were buddies, and you know, we continue to be buddies. And so, um, you know, just playing the game. You know, I play the game. Um, you know, very mean, if you would say. Uh, I like to. I like to. You know. Um, you know, make sure people feel me and make sure people hear me when I when I make tackles. And so, you know, I hit him on that play, and you know. You know, said a couple of things to him, and you know, me and him, you know, laughed it off, and just helped him up because he's my guy. So, um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, like I said, I have a lot of respect for, um, and he's been one of my friends, and he's going to continue to be my friend. Kenneth, yeah, I think you could kind of sense early in the game, you guys went up fourteen nothing, call a timeout, they come back out, convert a fake punt, then they convert a fourth down. They, they were it looked, it seemed like they knew they had to go for broke to to stay in the game. Did you guys, after they scored, did you guys feed off that as a defense a little bit? I mean, obviously, we were mad that they scored because, I mean, our whole goal is not to let them score. But, uh, you know, given that they, they had scored, um, you know, we knew it was time for us to, you know, go ahead and, and just, just you know, kill whatever momentum that they had. Um, and, you know, they came out and they, they scored again eventually right before the half and stuff like that. So we knew coming out of the halftime it was time for us to just go ahead and kill that momentum and, and not let them get anything else. And so I feel like we did that um, and, you know, didn't give up any more points. Is that something that you feel developing week after week? I mean, is that something that maybe even is grown out of the, the Kansas game when they scored first on you? Um, I mean, I think for us, you know, we come into the game every week with a goal of a certain amount of points that we that we that we want to to limit a team to, and so um, it's all about not not giving up that. Obviously, we don't want to give up any points, but um, when we do give up points, it's about keeping them under the, the limit that we set as a team as a defense. Um, and I think, you know, when teams do get points on us, we understand that, you know, it's, it's a football game and, and we're not immune to anything um, and that we have to continue to go out there and swing back and continue to fight. So I think um, as, a, as a defense, that's what we do. And so when, when teams come out here and they score maybe early or something like that, we understand, you know, it's a football game. We got to continue to keep fighting. Kenneth, given how much you guys have emphasized it, can you, have you been able to pinpoint why the takeaways haven't come? Uh, it's, it's just us, lack of, taking advantage of opportunities. And um, me, myself, and I, I got to be better at it um, personally because uh, I, I have to get takeaways and everybody else has to be better at it. So um, everybody on this defense, you know, we got we to gotta start getting it, getting it, getting it, you know, engraved in our heads and take it personal to the point where we got to get the ball back. Uh, you know, it's been going on three or four games now that we haven't had a takeaway and that's just unacceptable. So uh, we know we're going to hear about it come Monday and um, I'm not happy about it. And um, it's time for us to get that fixed. Consolation points for getting the three and out coming off the goal line and then a block punt for a touchdown? Uh, I mean, it's not a takeaway. So um, if it's not up to our standard, then it's not up to our standard. And then, you know, ain't no excuses for that. You're the third person today that said they're not going to be satisfied until after the national championship. I know you all have talked about that previously, but I was asked earlier, is that something that is – 100% believe like throughout the whole team like everybody's buying into that thought now and that is what they're buying into and how they're going to play each and every week and believe most definitely I think you know we, we said coming into the season that that was our goal but uh, you know you kind of really you kind of really don't know what you have until after you play a game 
And so, you know, coming into Houston, you know, play the game and, you know, felt that momentum. And then now that we're halfway through the season, um, we kind of see what, you know, what we are as a team, our identity as a team. And so now um, we know that, you know, if we just attack every week and do what we do every week, then we put, we put ourselves in a great position to go achieve our goal. Um, and I think for us, it's just about just, you know, continue to just focus on us and just continue to have that focus every week um, and take it one game at a time. And, you know, when that time comes and it's time to go play a national championship, go out there and, you know, seize that moment too. What has the last two years done for you as far as learning experience and teaching younger guys? Uh, I think it's done a lot. And I think, um, you know, given, you know, the people that we have on this team, um, you know, the leaders that we have on this team and the coaches, um, who've been there, you know, twice and, you know, been through what we've been through. Then obviously Jay Hurts coming from where he's come from. You know, it's a lot of experience. So um, it's a lot of people on, on this team that understand what it takes to get to that point. It's a lot of team on this uh, on this team that understands, you know, the mistakes that we made the last two years. And so we're trying to, you know, get back to that point and, and do things the right way and capitalize on that and, and achieve our goal. Kenneth, did you see the schooner tip over? Yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did that make you guys sort of, did that break your, not to say broke your concentration, like made you, you know, screw the game up, but I mean, did that make you stop for a second? Uh, you know, actually when it happened, I, I was like, oh, wow. Um, but I, I I do remember you know, probably about a minute after that, I looked at my guys and I told them, you know, that, that doesn't break our concentration, that doesn't break our focus, continue to focus in. And so that really was my main message right then because I know, um, you know, any any distraction like that can distract you from the game. Um, and, and, you know, obviously, you know, happy, you know, nobody got hurt or anything like that. But at that moment in time, it, it was time for us to really lock in no matter what the circumstances were. So, um, you know, just continue to just preach, you know, keep that focus on. I feel like we did that um, and came out there and did what we needed to do. There was a lot of talk about how you guys prepared last week and you guys need to do that every week. Do you feel like you guys accomplished that goal this week? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we came out here and we prepared. Um, we came out here and we were we were challenged um, going into the week um, to to have that same preparation. We were challenged going into week in a week to you know either be a lion or an alligator, and so uh, you know that's that's really you know the first thing that Coach Riley brought to us as a team and first thing that Coach Grinch brought to us as a as a as a defense is just not to be the alligator. You know we 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 had some success. But are we satisfied or not? Are we going to continue to be a lion? Are we going to continue to go out there and fight and continue to um, you know? try to be better or are we going to be the alligator and just be satisfied with just beating Texas? So I feel like we weren't satisfied, um, but I definitely feel like today um, it's a lot more that we could have done and we got to get better at that. What's the parable between the alligator and the lion? I don't follow. Uh, I mean, alligator, you know, when, when alligator eats, you know, it's, 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 it's actually it's Eric Thomas. If you ever look it up, Eric Thomas, he talks about alligator, but um, he asks you if you ever want to kill an alligator, Wait till after he eats, because after alligator eats, he usually gets satisfied, and he really, you know, he really goes into a, a state of where he's almost paralyzed because after he eats. But you know, lion, and lion's always on a hunt, so um, you know, always trying to be that lion, always trying to be that team that's continually not to be satisfied and not to be the, the alligator team, the team that you know just had a good game and now all of a sudden we're satisfied and, and don't come out here and play up to our standard. Not to be the antelope. <laughs> Can you talk about? Uh, uh, Nick Benito stepping up today for, for JT and, and also kind of what Brian Osamo has been bringing you guys. Yeah, uh, those young guys have came in and, and brought a burst of energy. Um, you know, those guys are two guys that have, you know, great athleticism um, and, and 
And, you know, the coaches have been able to trust those guys to go out there and make plays for us. And so uh, Nick Bedino came in today and stepped up for us. And obviously Brian Asamoah has been a guy that's been able to step in there with me um, and, 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 and go out there and make plays. And so I'm um, extremely proud of both of those guys um, stepping up and, and, you know, proud of their progress. How about the secondary today? They had a lot of knockdown. They knocked down a lot of passes. Yeah, uh, those guys, you know, they covered their bus off today. Proud of. And it's not a one-man show at linebacker. Kenneth Murray teamed up with Deshaun White to have a fantastic day stuffing the run. What, West Virginia, 55 yards rushing? Fantastic job, Jessica Cootie caught up afterwards with Deshaun White. Okay, well, how did it feel to get back in front of the home crowd today? It felt really good. Um, it's been a while since, well, it hasn't been that long, but it just felt good, um, you know, always having 85,000 people behind you, you know, on offense and defense. So. Obviously, you guys have been in some quite a battles with West Virginia in the past. They've put up some big numbers on you. How did you guys feel about how you responded following the big performance over Texas? Um, really good, actually. Um, you know, all week we preached, you know, that this would be a game where um, it really just um, dictates, you know, how serious we are as a team. And I think we really showed today um, that, you know, we're serious about our goals, you know, here in the future. So, um, yeah. Uh, the special teams touchdown, how big was that for you guys? How uh, amped were you guys to see that? Um, it felt good. You know, it's been sort of a drought, you know. Um, it seems a little weird having Beamer at the front of that thing and just not scoring yet or just having, you know, um, yeah, a touchdown yet. So it kind of felt a little bit weird, but um, it's good to break that, you know, curse today. He's got one more game left in October before you hit championship November. Uh, how do you feel like about where this team is at? Obviously, you guys keep preaching, keep improving. Mm -hmm. Um I'm feeling pretty good, um, especially after today, the way we performed. Um, we've re we just put up really two, um, two really good wins, um, really good overall wins. There's obviously a lot of things to learn from, and we can keep improving. But um, you know, I feel like we're hitting on a lot of different spots right now. Um, I, I just feel like we're becoming more complete of a team. So. And Kenneth Murray, what can you say about how he's kind of leading you guys? I had two big performances in a row as well. Um, he makes everyone else's job a little bit easier. I know he makes my job a lot easier. Um, he's just so nasty, you know, and, and when he wants to do something, um, there's not anyone I know that can stop him, you know. So um, um, we feed off of his mindset. We feed off his mentality. And um, sooner or later, you end up with... With really good performances. So. Last thing for you, obviously you see the offensive line in practice every single day. Now that they've kind of gotten some continuity, got some guys back, how do you feel like about how where they're they're progressing? Um, I'm I'm excited for them because they've been doing pretty good without you know their top guys or whatever. So I think um, even with the depth they've built without those two guys in the mix, um, I think um, it'll help that much more just throughout the season. And you know I'm excited for them to be able to finally get you know their their starting five back. So. Man, it was fun. A great crowd. I can't say it enough. 52-14, the Sooners win it on homecoming. But, you know, I know I know Josie put some tweets out on the 11 a.m. kick, and this, this university has great leadership. And, boy, did Sooner Nation adjust on Saturday. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. There was a part of me that when we were heading to the stadium after the Sirius XM show from 5 to 8 a.m., I kind of had some worries. I thought, oh, no, may, maybe they're – Maybe people look at West Virginia as not the most exciting opponent. Maybe 11 a.m. kicks, it's made it too challenging. But that crowd yesterday was fantastic. Tip of the cap to Sooner Nation as OU improves to 7-0 and on the season. We'll hit the road next Saturday to take on Kansas State at 11 a.m. Sooners currently holding a 22-straight true game road winning streak. Have a great game week. Don't forget to schedule. The live podcast is tomorrow. Hit us up on Facebook with your questions and thoughts. 
We'll have the Lincoln Riley Show on Tuesday night, available on podcast form Wednesday. We'll have the Huddle in podcast form on Thursday. We'll have Coach's Corner for you on the podcast platform. Make sure you subscribe at Soonersports.com slash podcast. Toby Rowland's highlights coming up next. But in the meantime, have a great game week. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Second down and eight from just inside the 20. Hurts fakes a handoff, straight drop, looking to throw, has all day. Now he's flushed right, being chased, still running himself, throws late, end zone wide open, the Bullfrog, touchdown, Jeremiah Hall. Hertz fakes a handoff, wants to throw, has a pocket, takes a shot across the middle, CD wide open. He's at midfield, makes a cut, slips and falls again, and he's down at the West Virginia 43. Another big play, second catch for seat. Hertz has the football, wants to throw, lobs, end zone, caught! Charleston Rambo, touchdown! Ball out Charlie in the end zone. And it's 13-0 OU, a six-yard touchdown pass on the slant from Jalen Hurts to Charleston Rambo. Creed Humphrey holds the football, now sends it to Hurts. It is a handoff. Brooks tries to get the corner, steps out of a tackle, keeps his feet, and he walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Kennedy Brooks, nine yards. Double tied in left, first and goal from the two. Snap to Hertz, rolls right, wants to throw, looking, looking, stops, comes back, he'll run it himself, touchdown! Spectacular! Jalen Hertz, he put on the brakes at the four. The guy went flying by and he darted in. Trips left, Brian Mead is in the game at linebacker. Unbalanced. Snap to Kendall. Handoff, Letty Brown met in the backfield and dropped for a loss. Boy, there were four red jerseys there. 28-14, Oklahoma on top. We're two minutes into the second half. Hurts, play action, straight drop, pocket collapses. He'll run wow. it himself. He's got all kinds of room. 10-5, he'll walk in. Easy like Sunday morning. Jalen Hurts from 22 totes it into the end zone. Letty Brown, the running back, snap to Kendall. Looks right, now a delayed handoff, yeah. and he's smashed. Canine throws up the stop sign. Letty Brown got handed the football, and you could see his eyes from up here. Like, please don't give it to me. <laughs> There's the snap back. And oh. it. it's blocked. It's recovered in the end zone. It's a touchdown. Stogner. Braden Willis blocked it. Austin Stogner recovered. 30-yard try, make it a 29-yard try for Burkich, who's 5 for 5 on the year, and he's 6 for 6 now as he knocks it through. And the Sooners are over that century mark. It's now 52-14. to 14. Mordecai hands to Pledger. Pledger bounces outside, go. 25 to the 20, cuts it up to the 15, to the 10-yard line, and he's tackled there. And that'll do it. He's in bounds. Lincoln Riley takes off his headset and starts the walk across midfield. No problem today for the Sooners. They unhitch the wagon back in the second quarter with great fanfare today. Clock says 10 as Neil Brown and Lincoln Riley share a hug at midfield. Five, four, three, win column Sooners. Game over. Oklahoma moves to 7-0. They win it today in Norman by the final of 52-14.